intro music for this uh, I love. Another great. Marvel has some phenomenal intro music, that's for sure. <laughs> it does. Uh, do you think Spider-Man is one of those that people can hear it and go, oh, that's Spider-Man? Because if you hear the Avengers intro music... I was going to say, I can hear Avengers immediately. Spider-Man right. I can't hear as easily, but not, not it's yet. still very recognizable. Yeah, not yet. Give it like three years and it will be. It's, uh, it, like you said, yeah, it, it, it'll be on its way. So, how are you, Hunter? I'm great. How are you, Joey? Doing well. Doing well. It was a, uh, let's see, it was a busy weekend. We did, uh, we had family come in. We had some family come in from Texas and <clears throat> we had, you know, time at, the, at at a pool and some barbecue and family friends. Um, so it was fun. And, and for the 4th of July, the standard, just good old American cookout, fireworks, spent some time with, with, uh, uh, friends as well and just had a good weekend how about you what'd you do uh i sat in this chair on fourth of july weekend. did you really I worked i worked until <laughs> i got off at eight so i got to go home i made sure because my i couldn't leave my dog home alone i was afraid she was gonna like freak out with the fireworks yeah um so i got off at eight but yes i was here on new year's eve actually so for those of you no listen, cook out for me no cook um i should if you told me i would have brought you a couple burgers and dogs <laughs> Next time, right? Hopefully, you, yes, hopefully you won't be here next time on on the fourth of hopefully July. Hopefully not. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, I, I'm I'm uh, Hunter's gracious enough to let me come into uh, to the studio where he works, and and we record the podcast here, which is great. Uh, but but I'm sorry to hear hear that you were there. Did you did you get some movies in, or you know, what, yeah. what did you do? When I come here, I'm usually just babysitting the the, the station. So I bring my PlayStation. I watch movies. That's I'd awesome. Catch up on my TV shows, or I game like. Really, I I, compl- I quote unquote complain, but I love this job so much. It would be a great job. Oh, it's great. I wish I had it in college because I would have gotten paid to do homework a little bit more. But I'm a photographer, so getting paid to edit right. while I'm here is, right. is, is just as helpful. I so. see a lot of the the stuff that you you shoot. You're doing like homes, uh, like like listings yeah, so that are my, going online. My full time job now is doing real estate photography. Um, so I work for an actual company doing that. Um, we have like 300 realtors that we work with, and they contact us. Um. And we shoot their listings for them, and they post them online whenever they're ready for them. But yeah, that's that's my full time job. Um, my business is my other kind of part time job. But yeah, that's what I do now. You want to give a shout out? For yeah, you? my 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 the company I work for is called Terry Enterprise Media, um, and the photography business that I own myself doing portrait work is Photography by Hunter Drake. Photography um, by Hunter Drake yep, Look us both up on Facebook or Google or whatever. Yeah, we're always he does, there. He does fantastic work, folks. For those of you listening, um, so so let me ask you this: What are you watching right now? What are are you binging anything? What what are you what are what's on the playlist? So I just finished New Girl. Um, okay, how was it? I haven't. I, I haven't... adored that show. Friend, new... So Friends was my like sitcom go to. Okay, and then I discovered The Office, and it passed it obviously because it's The Office, right? And I didn't think anything would ever take Friends for second place, but New Girl took it. So is is The Office still number one? Oh yeah. Okay, I good. don't foresee I was anything say, ever passing that. The There's Office, no way. The Office is uh, it's iconic. We could, we should just do a whole episode. And on I would one hundred percent be down. I, I they actually had a, a trivia night here in Lexington a I, couple weeks ago, I and go. I didn't get to go. Well, we went, and it was literally so full that there were no more room for us. So we, okay, I mean the place was packed. And so I'm every, gonna have to get there like an hour and a half early next time, not okay. a half hour early. I knew it would be crowded, but uh, I was wondering how that went. So, New Girl, what else? Any other good? Any other good well, movies? Well, I'm I've only seen season one of Stranger Things, but I have to finish that. Like, okay. 
okay, you're the hundredth person to tell me I have yet to see Stranger Things. And one of my good friends in Florida contacted me and said, as soon as I watched episode one, you popped into my head. You've got to see this show. And I, I have not watched it yet. So I can't believe that you haven't seen it. Well, let me ask you this. So, you, you know, you kind of know where my temperature gauge is on 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 some content. And it's really weird because I watch Game of Thrones for crying out loud. It's like if I watch Game of Thrones, that's like the, you know, it's child's that's, play. That's right. things like literally. <laughs> I, know, and I know. And I'm not I, I will admit I will admit I am not openly proud that I watched, you know, some of those scenes in in uh, Game of Thrones because they are they are there's some graphic scenes there but the story itself is great I'm not going to justify it anymore so Stranger Things Hunter scale of 1 to 10 I can't tell you because I don't remember I've only seen season 1 and that okay. was like a year and a half ago All right. I remember it being good I mean I enjoyed it yeah everyone keeps telling me you have to watch season 2 because you have to watch season 3 because season 3 is phenomenal it came out this week all right. So I'm about to start season two so I can actually get to what actually just got released because it's all over my Twitter and I'm tired of not being in the loop. So Okay. All right. Well, but I, I think it was good from what I remember a year ago. Everyone says it's good. Uh I will I'll 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 have to give season one a shot because too many people that I trust their recommendations have said, you know, this is a winner. I can tell you this, Netflix has a one uh, has one on there <clears throat> called I Am Mother. Have you heard of it? I've seen it on like the recommended stuff. Yeah. Make sure you watch that. So it is it, before it, or after I watch you, because you also told me to watch you. You no? Did I did I watch you? I didn't watch you. Oh, that no, was you told me. me to watch Dead to Me. Dead to Me. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. I did watch Dead to Me. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was so good. I know. Sarah and I watched that. We were like, Oh my goodness, this is this is intense. But it was a it was a uh, it was one of those shows you just binge and binge and binge and. I can't wait until we have a show on like the streaming services because the report came out like last week that mm. that the office is leaving Netflix in like two years because two NBC years. is making a streaming service. I don't have to worry. Do you know why? Why? Because this past Christmas, iTunes had a special for the entire series of The Office. Don't even finish this sentence. Are you ready for how much? Twenty bucks. <laughs> For, Why didn't you call me? I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know you were that big of a fan. So they had this this like present for iTunes because it was in my wish list on that iTunes. Right. Is am- I'm. I hope they do it again next year. That's amazing. Twenty bucks. I got every season. And so like, I, I will legitimately. I don't have to ever worry. Cancel Netflix just to get the NBC one, even though like the NBC one will only have The Office. Right. But I don't care. I know. It's, it's the worth that the much. The office is, you can go to sleep to it and just, you know. It, I do. It, I have to sleep like, with the TV on. That's what's on. <laughs> and that's what's it's on. always the office. Because you never have to worry about waking up and having something, you know, freak you out or, you know, what is this on here? I, I've done that before and it's <clears throat> it's no fun. Um, office is fantastic. So, yeah, I uh, definitely watch I Am Mother. Uh, it's great. We watched it. Uh, is it sci-fi? It is sci-fi. Yeah, it's sci-fi. And it's one of those ones at the end we kind of we watched it with the kids and we had to we had to explain it and I don't I don't think I don't think two of them didn't understand the end. I had to go back and read some reviews on what the ending you know, kind of discussed because I had some thoughts. Anyway, I won't ruin it for you. I def- actually do that all the time with <clears throat> yeah. like everything, like going back and seeing all the time. What, what did what, this mean? Because I, I feel like I always miss something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very similar. So guys on the topic of choice podcast tonight, Hunter and I are going to give our reviews on Spider-Man far from home.
Hunter, tell me first thoughts on on the movie. I mean, just just bird's eye, thirty thousand foot view. Go. I love Spider Man's my favorite hero. I love Marvel and I love these movies. So it's objectively a great movie in terms of it entertained me. I, I wasn't bored for two and a half hours. Like it was it was, in that sense, it did its job. However, it's also the first time in a very long time that I can remember like leaving a theater from a Marvel movie and being like kind of disappointed. Oh. And I was not expecting that because I love Tom Holland. I love Spider Man. I love the whole lore of him. And I also think Mysterio is just an awesome like villain. Like yeah. he's just and Jake Gyllenhaal did a, a great job. But that was my co- sort of first impression of it. Okay, so you sent me a text. I think uh, it came out the it, it came out a week. It came out on Tuesday because it was originally scheduled That's to right. come out. That's right. You know, before Fourth or on Fourth of July weekend. They're right. Like, Let's not do that. So it was kind of a weird release day. So I get a text from Hunter, and he says, "Have you seen?" Spider-Man yet? And I, uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. At like midnight. Sorry, by the way. I, I, gotta, I forgot I think, what time I don't know if it I, was. Did I respond that night or did I respond the next morning? I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. No, don't worry about that. Um, and I remember letting you know, no, I haven't seen it. And then you responded something to the effect of, in fact, I'm going to pull up your, your text because it made me go, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. And <clears throat> here's what you wrote. It was interesting, dot, dot, dot. I could do a whole podcast on it, LOL. And I thought it was interesting because that's, you know, that's, that's Usually interesting. code for, hmm. Right, right. So I watched it this past Saturday. No, Friday. I think Friday. It was Friday. I you watched it Friday. Yeah, and I took two. Uh, I was going to take all three. My middle daughter um, got sick, had to go to the doctor. And so I took my oldest and my youngest. And here's what I can tell you before we start dissecting this. Um, I was halfway through the movie and I realized none of this doesn't add up. They shouldn't have done this. You know, I'm, I'm questioning in my head. Why, why, why? Here's what I did. I looked to the right where my youngest, my eight-year-old is sitting and she's eating popcorn. She's got this huge bucket in her lap and she's eating and she's fixated on the screen. And it was at the scene where, by the way, anyone listening, obviously, you know, there are spoilers. I'm not even going to tell you. If you're listening to this podcast on a review of Spider-Man and you haven't seen it, sorry for you. So she's watching the scene where the element of water is attacking the Italian, uh, was it Venice, I think is where they were. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. In Italy. And I look over at her and she is just, I mean, eyes as big as ping pong balls, totally enamorated with the sound effects and the, the excitement and the action. And then I realized it was like just a snap. I thought this is a comic book movie, Joey, you have to remember that. And this was written for people that love comics and, and, Going back, this is a movie of a character developed by Stan Lee, and for people that that wanted to just see the, uh, you know, <clears throat> the, the fantasy, the sci-fi of these comic book characters. So take logic completely out of the picture. Take, you know, realism, take everything out. And that's when I had to look at it from a different lens. And as soon as I did that... I was watching it and I thought, this is a fantastic movie. I loved what they did with uh, 
uh, uh, Peter. Well, here, based on what I said, give give me some feedback on that. You're right, because what Marvel has done so wonderfully throughout all, I think I think we're on movie what movie twenty three now. Yes, um, is like you often don't have to take that step where you're like, wait, I'm in the comic book world and you stop applying logic. Like a lot of times That's it a good starts point. that way. That's like I, I never have to go, yeah. wait a minute, this is a comic. I shouldn't apply logic to it. Like <laughs> in game and infinity war, none of that was logic. And I never once thought that. And that's on a knock on Spider-Man. What part, part of me that wonders is, is the fact that this movie came so soon after in game, hurting it for me because Endgame and Infinity War were so epic and the stakes were so high and the acting was so great and the story was so great and the villain was so great. Is it putting like this mask on like the other Marvel movies where I'm going, but it wasn't Endgame and that's not fair because Endgame, nothing's going to beat it. I know. At least not anything anytime soon. Yeah. So you can't do that. You know, when Endgame only came out, what, three months ago? Um, so part of me wonders if maybe me going, eh, it was good, but I'm kind of disappointed. It's just because I'm still raw from everything that happened for three hours in Endgame. <laughs> You're supposed what PTSD, uh, PTSD from, still. From, yeah. from, uh, from Thanos. From Thanos. I, I wonder, you make a lot of good points, and you kind of take your analogy there and uh, also tie it into what Peter was dealing with of, I can't be Iron Man. Exactly. You know, I can't. How can I be or live up to that persona? And uh, happy John Favreau, you know, looks at him and says, "You'll never." Yeah, you're not going to going to be. Quit Iron trying. Man. Yeah, stop trying. No one will ever be. And I think to that note, nothing will ever top that Avengers finale, <clears throat> that movie. Nothing's ever going to get there. But you take all that away, what we have is a movie based on on. Peter Parker, and this is a character that I love. This is one of my all-time favorite Marvel characters because he's a kid. And I think deep down, that's where a lot of my nostalgia is with comics, and that's where a lot of my um, passion is for it. Because I started looking at comics and reading these comics as a kid, and he was one of the only ones that I could literally, you know, in a way, relate to. And granted, I was in seventh, sixth, seventh grade when I started really getting into this. Um, but I think that's why I like Peter Parker so much. You know, you look at characters like, um, you know, well, Iron Man, you know, he's he's a grown man. He's a brilliant genius. And uh, here's Peter Parker. He's just, you know, young, stupid kid that got bit by a spider, has all these powers. Well, and even when I was little, like... My dad is the one who kind of got me into Spider-Man because it was his favorite. Mm. But I never remember as a kid even hearing about Iron Man or Black Panther or any of them. They weren't popular. They weren't. And part of that is I also was just never in the comics. It was just the movies and the cartoons that I was into. And so Spider-Man was just the most popular. Okay. And so a lot of my nostalgia comes from my father who was hooked on Tobey Maguire movies, which we're not even going to talk about that because that was those are horrible films <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Um, and so, yeah, I think that too is might be a reason why Spider-Man, I just got to look at, I always look at it under a little bit more of like a, a harsh lens because I guess it's, it's like my baby. Like I, I yeah. grew up with it. Yeah. And that's, you're trusting that director to do the right thing with that material. And objectively, this movie was a good movie. 
Yeah. Like I'm nitpicking, and when I'm saying I, it was, the CGI was great, the action scenes were choreographed, choreographed great. Tom Holland was phenomenal as always. Like Zendaya yeah. was, you know, fine as always. Like, I like Zendaya. Is it Zendaya? Zendaya. Uh-huh, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. When I saw her in there, obviously my my daughters love her. Yeah. You know, from the, the Disney. Disney Channel, and she's a she's very good. She is. She's a great actress. She's a great actress. I see her on the Disney Channel, and it's a very um, exuberated and obnoxious type character. Yeah, it's a very different kind of script because of the way Disney is. Yeah, exactly. But but seeing her in this movie, she's kind of got MJ. She's playing MJ differently. Very different than it was played with the Tobey Maguire movies. And this, you know, she's kind of a more of a reserved, um, likes the more dark kind of humor. and like like the Black Dahlia and and so on. Now is before I before we go on is this like which way is more accurate to the comics of MJ? Is it the way it was in Tobey Maguire? Yes. Or the okay the way okay. that I remember it. Yes. Yeah. The way that from the Tobey Maguire played by um, I'm gonna have to go back and look the actress. You mean? Yes. I can look it up. Yeah. But but Zendaya did did excellent. And I tell you the only character that I didn't care for and. Again, this is probably the dad coming out in me was Nick Fury. And so I think Nick Fury had, you know, a bit of a you know a little cactus burr, you know, stuck somewhere in him, so to speak, with his Kirsten Dunst. By Kirsten the way, Dunst. Yeah. I, I thought Nick Fury was a bit on the aggressive side. He was. Yeah, I can see that. And I thought, you know what, man, give this kid a little bit of slack. He just helped save the world. Okay, um, and let's let's just cut him a little break here. He also just disappeared for five years. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Nick Fury's he's probably a little confused. He's going at him like going a, on like a drill sergeant to a you know a first first year or first day uh, marine recruit, and uh, I, I thought that that was a little out of character for Nick Fury because, and maybe it's because I had just watched Captain Marvel. He he had more of that. Fatherly, fatherly mentoring, yeah. and then when he said, "Remember, he said in the movie when Peter was trying to get n- name off some Avengers that could take his place, so he could go on his field trip." And he said, "Well, what about this person? Uh, Thor. Thor was off world. Thor was off world. What about Captain Marvel?" And he says, "Don't invoke her name." And yeah, thinking, I heard that too. What does that mean? <laughs> why not? What is she doing? Get her down here. She can take care of this lickety split. Don't invoke her name. That's what he said. Don't Such in, an odd line. Don't invoke her name. Because I'm thinking, what what good excuse could they come up with to say, yeah, why isn't Captain Marvel down here ha- handling some of this stuff? Um, and so that was what that was another scene where I thought, come on, guys, this is not accurate. But then again, put the comic book lens on. And, you know, all of those all those questions and all those comments have to go the wayside. So I guess I should talk about like what my main issue was. Okay. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. So my actual issue was with Mysterio. And again, this like I've already mentioned, he's not Thanos. He's not going to be Thanos. (laughs) Thanos was brilliantly played by Josh Brolin and and written and all that stuff. Um, But when you look at Mysterio in the comics, he's like this master hypnotist. He was a stuntman. Um, He's also like. A phenomenal hand-to-hand uh, martial artist or combatant, whatever you want to call it, um, and then he always obviously is like the chemist, the roboticist, etc. I didn't like the way everything about him was fake. Mm. So, like, what I was, th- what I think would have been even more powerful is so we see Peter mourning the loss of Tony, and he becomes vulnerable, and, and you know, when, when Mysterio, when when Quentin Beck comes in and kind of takes over this father figure role. 
And then when he finds out that it's actually a lie, it's a betrayal. Well, Mysterio in the comics does have a suit. Like, he is wearing a suit. He is wearing a cape. He does have the fishbowl. He also has, like, smoke that he has, like, projecting out of his, like, arms to, you know, create that smoke around him. Um, But now he also uses the illusions to get himself, you know, he, he likes to set himself up as the hero, you know, by making these monsters, blah, blah, blah. I just didn't like the way they made everything about him fake in a drone. Like, I think it would have been more powerful if he has this robot suit like Tony did and then betrays Peter. And it's almost like, holy cow, I just got betrayed by a guy who also has a robotic suit and right. worked for Tony right. and isn't actually a super... Like, it would have made that betrayal more powerful. Yeah. But then, like, in the end, too, when Peter crashes through the bridge and it's just the two of them on that bridge, it was like... He has drones. He's not going to fight him because for whatever reason, this Mysterio in the movie isn't an expert. He's not capable of no, it. No, yeah. ca- it's just the drones that he's fighting with. And it was just kind of like, well, this feels boring because it's like, yeah, drones are dangerous. Like, we've seen they're dangerous in this movie, but like he's going to smash them and then he's going to get to Mysterio and it's just going to be anticlimactic because he can't fight him. So it was just odd that everything about him was fake. When it, I felt like it could have been like he does have an actual suit. He can. Fl- when we see Iron Man can fly with boosters, why can't Mysterio actually fly with boosters? Yeah, and have the smoke. And so it was more of an issue with everything being an illusion. And and I know that Mysterio is an illusionist, like he's a hypnotist and all that. Um, but I just felt like it would have been more powerful if he was a fighter. We got to see some of that. Um, and if he actually had a suit, the drone thing just was odd sometimes. I think they over-droned it. I do too. And I think that is my main issue with it. That was my main issue as well. As I took, uh, my takeaways from that was Mysterio, you know, he uses technology. If we look at the comics, he uses technology and hypnosis to try and get Peter to lose his mind. And we didn't even get to see the hypnosis. We didn't even get, we didn't see any hypnosis. He uses drug, like, you know, the hallucinogenic drugs. We Correct. We didn't see that at all either. Yeah, and 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 basically his end goal was to try and get Peter to unmask himself, mm-hmm. you know, to expose himself. And uh, we see that, how that's played out at the very end, end credit scene. But they over-droned the character. They, they made the character too dependent on the technology in order to accomplish what he was trying to do. And I had a problem with that. There were, you know, how many thousands of those drones that came out? Exactly. And there's not a single radar that couldn't pick up one of them. Like again, and and that's that's where I'm like, come on guys, that's that's the the logic. logic That's right. But, and that's where you have to kind of put that aside and, and have a good time with the movie. But on the other hand, if we look at the comics here, um, you know, what, what Mysterio did was he was more of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was more of a worthy opponent for Spider-Man exactly. in the comic. He was not that worthy of a, of, of a Spider-Man opponent in the movie. It felt like Nick Fury <clears throat> could have switched places with him and he would have accomplished the same. It would have you been the same. I mean? like he could That's be, right. You could throw any guy in there and yeah. he could be Mysterio. Yeah. But the point is Mysterio is supposed to be this expert hypnotist and this expert roboticist and this expert you know, right. combatant to actually battle Spider-Man and that's what makes him so cool in the comics and so when I saw he was in a movie I was like 
this is going to be awesome. Like Mysterio right. on the big screen is going to be in, in the effects when he was in the illusion. It was awesome. awesome. Oh my like, gosh. His, I mean, his, his skill set and the way his powers look is so like visually interesting. Yeah. The cinematography for how they created the illusions, uh, just phenomenal. I mean, hats off to the, to the special effects crew. Uh, I don't know how many people it would take to render all of that, not render, but, but do those effects and, and just, I mean, it was just phenomenal. I just kept watching it going, this is unbelievable. You know, um, you know, you made a comment of, of making Nick Fury uh, swapping and it made me think of one of the things that they did with Peter and his spider sense. I didn't like how they took it away from him. And I don't mean like like it was literally taken away from him, but that he wasn't didn't have his using it very much using yeah. his spider sense or what do they call it the Peter Tingle Peter Tingle <laughs> I thought that was hysterical it was brilliant <laughs> please stop calling it that happy and I, I didn't like that because I don't think that that's something that's mental with him I don't think it's mental I think it's it's a it's six, an ability yeah set, that's right it's an ability whether he likes it or not. It's happening. And this is an issue, too, with Spider-Man in general of recent. The one thing about the Tobey Maguire movies that I will say I loved is the fact that his webbing was a skill, like a a power that he had. It was in him. I hate now that a villain can just smash their wrists, you know, their wrist gadgets, and they can't shoot webs anymore. I hate that. Now, I get it. It's to show how brilliant Peter is. Like, he's he's an incredibly intelligent high schooler. There's a reason for that. But I just hate that any villain could be like, well, all I got to do is just shoot your wrist the first two seconds of a fight and you can't swing or web me up or do anything with that. That's the one. That's another thing about this. I, I don't like that that power was taken away. Now, I don't know if it is in the comics, if it's actually a gadget or if it's like inherent in his abilities when he's bit, like the same way that, you know, uh, wall crawling is or the or the um, spider sense. Right. I actually don't know. That. Right. Do you know if, what, what it is? So I'm, I'm actually looking that up right now and I, I, I can't tell you yes or no. Here's what I want to tell you is, and I'm going to find out during, during the show here. I don't think he had the, the, the gadgets. It was inherent. I believe it was inherent with the spider by becoming spider yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, because the what I loved about the Tobey Maguire movies is when he's learning to crawl on the wall, they do a, they, they pan the camera in, they zoom the camera in on his finger and you see what the actual spider has are those little, remember those little claws that go out to grab and you're like, Oh, that's how he's doing it. That's inherent of, you know, that, that spider ability. Um, yeah. So I didn't like how they took away the spider sense thinking that it may have been an emotional block or a, a mental block for him. He obviously gets it back at the end. I loved, though, the end where we think we see Quentin at, uh, on the, um, Mysterio on the ground, and then he's not. He's right next to Peter and about to kill him, and Peter catches him. I thought that was awesome. And, and that's we were, on, we were on Cameron Mills' radio before this, and he said, is Mysterio gone? And I remember I said, like, well, I mean, he looks like he's gone, but again, he's Mysterio. He's an illusionist. We don't know for sure that he's gone. Right. You know, and that's kind of the beauty of his character and how, like, formidable he is. You don't actually truly know, is he gone or not, because of his abilities. I I think that um, with this Spider-Man, we're going to see Mysterio again. I just think we will. I think he's too big of a villain to not see him now, I don't know if we'll see him in a in a combined movie. If they do another um, 
not Avengers, but a new team or whether he'll come back in another in another season. Uh, uh, movie or not I'm, I'm not sure because i go back to where like doc ock and the sinister six that's and, right yeah yeah or you look at sandman or you look at the the um uh who is his biggest one i can't even think of his name right now Dr- green goblin the green goblin thank you you know we saw him several times as well i'd like to see mysterio again but then again it, it might be one and done yeah and, and jake gyllenhaal i thought did a, a fantastic job my issue with Mysterio was more just the content and the way he was than anything that had to do with Jake. So talking about the cast, Jake Gyllenhaal's a pretty big name. Yeah. You know, this is a pretty big actor, A-list actor. Do you think that with the impact and the popularity that these movies are now beginning to take on, that more and more A-listers are going to sign on? If you look at DC, we have Nicole Kidman, we've got Ben Affleck, um, uh, who else? Um Henry Cavill. That's kind of the fun thing about DC, though, is even their quote-unquote big actors, you kind of have to sit there and think about, wait, who are you again? But look at Joaquin Phoenix yeah. coming in for the Joker. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty powerful. I don't know how many people are going to be able to pull that off. By the way, the Joker, have you seen the trailer for that movie? I haven't. Yeah. You, I don't at, think so. At some point, watch that trailer. It is going to be a very... Is it a Joker standalone? It's a Joker standalone. Okay. That's what I and thought. And basically, it's the origin of the Joker. Okay. Um, it's a very dark, dark movie. Uh, and it's going to be one where I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm going to wait probably to see a lot of reviews on that. It's not going to be one I'm going to be first in line to see. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but anyway, back to the, um, back to the big name actors. I think we're going to see more and more coming into the comic book world. I do too. I mean, in Marvel released a statement, what, two weeks ago saying that they've approached Keanu Reeves with like every role that yes. they've had in the yeah. last 10 years and he's just waiting for the right one. Right. Um so yeah, I think you're right. I think we're going to see a ton more. We're going to see a bunch of females too. I mean like Sure. That that clip that they had in Endgame where it was all of like the female superheroes that they've had, it gave me chills. Yeah. Like that scene was so cool just where they gathered them all up and said we, we're a diverse cast. We got some pretty pretty strong women here too. It's great. If they don't do that then they're they are you know shame on them there uh-huh. are so many potential blockbusters and story arcs and and characters uh that they can absolutely do with with the, just the female superheroes um speaking of which female superheroes did you watch the world cup today i did team usa I part of it yeah I mean, it was incredible. I actually turned it on right before Rapino's penalty kick to score yeah. the first goal. Right, and then I had it on before. I think what's her is her name Loveless. I don't. Her name is. I don't. I don't know her actual name. The second goal they scored, um, but I, I turned it on just in time to see that one too. So I turned it on at the perfect time. But yes, I did see it. It was awesome. My youngest daughter. So I coach my youngest daughter um, soccer, and she and I were watching it together, and just to see her screaming and yelling and and cheering, it was awesome. So, uh, but. But yeah, to your point, um, <clears throat> having you know the the, the female actors um, and doing more, I absolutely think that they will, they should, and the, hopefully they will more. I saw the poster in the theater for Wonder Woman two. I think it's called nineteen eighty four. Yep, nineteen. Is that right? Nineteen eighty four. I think so. Something like that. Yeah, it is going to be. Uh, and I, even that movie was phenomenal. Gal loved. Gadot did so well with it. I, mean, it. I I think it's Gal Gadot. It might be. I'm not sure. But know. that, regardless, that that was such a that was one of the few movies that I thought DC nailed it. That's when I purchased. I got. I bought it was that great. one. Great. Yeah, fantastic movie, fantastic movie. So, um, well, to wrap up, what um, Spider Man 
the, the, this film, uh, if we're going to rate this, so let's give it a, let's give it a one to 10. Okay. Take your lens off. If we're looking at just Marvel on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, where are you? I'm like at a six and a half. Very entertaining. Great effects, good action, all that stuff. There were just a few like sort of comic things I wasn't a huge fan of. Okay. Other than that, it was really entertaining. Okay. I'm giving this an eight. I, I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> I thought there weren't any times when I was bored. There weren't any times when I thought, let me look at my watch or um, it, it really kept me. And, and again, for me, it's one of those uh, Marvel movies that, that everyone can enjoy. For me, that's big. I like that. Uh, some people might not. Some people might like the, you know, the the darker, um, more aggressive. But, you know, that's not this movie. Well, and before we wrap up, what else I thought it was interesting is, so is there a multiverse? Like, they kind of teased it in this, like, trailer that he's from another dimension, but he's lying the whole movie. How right. do we know? Is there or not? Yeah, I, I don't think they've introduced it yet. I don't think they have either. And I watched it and I was like, wait a minute. I don't think that they've said there is yet. I was hoping that there would be. And I was hoping that there would be like an X-Men crossover yep. uh, into this uh, that, that that we would see somebody else introduce. But before we wrap up, let me ask you this. The end scene. So the end credit. First one or second one? The first oh my one? gosh, there were two. There were two. All right, don't tell me the second one now because now I have to watch it after the show. <laughs> now he has to go back and watch Spider-Man all over again. <laughs> it'll be on what YouTube. What a horrible punishment. It, it'll be on YouTube. I bet I could find it. It's not overly important to the story. It's just it's one of those Well, you know nods. what? Just go ahead. And tell me after we talk about the okay. first one. Okay. <clears throat> and then I'll watch it later tonight. So the first one we see Mysterio comes on the big screen on Times Square. And he announces to everybody... All of this destruction and chaos is done by Spider-Man. Oh, and by the way, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And he outs him. So, I thought, where are they going with this? Yeah, I kind of did too. This is a guy who just saved the world. Uh -huh. Why would, you know... And it's not like he showed... I mean, he so he shows the proof of like when, when uh, Spider-Man says execute all orders. Even when he said it. I was like, that's a weird way of saying it. Like right. when he said it live, like not when it was recorded, right. I was like, why did you say it like that? Like, that's just weird. Right. And then when he showed it, I was like, okay, yeah, that was, that was your own fault. You shouldn't have said it like that. Like that was just odd. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of a weird, I mean, it's, it's a big play. I mean, clearly that's a, that's a massive thing, but it is a little odd. If you go back to the Tobey Maguire movies, remember when Toby was, Preventing the 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 L train, the elevator, mm -hmm. the elevated train, and he's shooting his webs left, right, left, right, and he's in the very front, and he's holding it, and yep. he's and it's going back, it's like and it's the pulling, iconic right. scene, yeah, the iconic scene, and then they take his body as he passes out, <clears throat> and they're passing him back, and they lay him on the ground, and they take his mask off, right? Do you remember this? Yeah. So they actually demask him there, and they they're like, oh, it's just a kid, it's just a kid. And I'm like, oh, well, now everyone knows who it is, even though they don't know it's quote unquote Peter Parker. I don't see what the big deal is. Uh, but again, my my that's me taking off my comic I've book lens. I've never understood what the big deal of like 
oh my goodness, you know, my secret identity has been. It's always explained as like, oh, it's going to put the ones closest to you in grave in, in danger. I'm just like, well, you're Spider-Man. You can protect them. Like, right. it's always my response. Like, yeah. when I watch The Flash or like Arrow, I'm like, well, you can protect them. You're yeah. the Flash. And, and again, let's put, we're putting our logic uh, goggles exactly. back on. It's like, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. has enough money and resources to pretty much take care of your families and put them in, con- you know, some kind of uh, hiding. Nick Fury can do something for you. Let me just tell <laughs> you. Right. Nick Fury has some resources. Every time I see Nick Fury now with those scratches in the patch, I, I think of the flurkin that <laughs> did that. I'm like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's one. It's a wonderful thing. It is. It is. Um, so, yeah, I'm just curious as to see where they're going to go with uh, outing Peter Parker. All right. What was the last? What, what did I miss? What was the last Easter egg there? So it's funny. So you said, like, why? Why is like Nick Fury being so stern and aggressive? It actually wasn't Nick Fury. Uh, so Nick Fury is on vacation, we see, um, and it's actually a Cree. He's disguised himself as Nick Fury, who was acting as Nick Fury the whole movie. You're kidding me. No, and so he, he there's, there's a scene after it cuts to Nick Fury in the car, and I believe, I can't think, what's his right-hand woman's name? Yeah. Uh, I can never th- remember her name. Uh, Maria Hill, Co- yes. uh, Kobe Smulders. I think she is also a Cree in this movie, but they're in the car, and they... Like they transform back into a Cree and he calls someone that says, yeah, it's done. The world almost blew up, but don't worry. I took care of it. And it's Nick Fury on the other end. And he's like in shield, like uh, in a room that's like got a projection of the beach. And then it turns off as soon as he gets the call and he walks on and goes, all right, vacation's over. And that was the scene. So it actually wasn't Nick Fury. That's why it was such an odd personality shift into him. That makes complete it sense does, now yeah. because I'm thinking Fury would not act this way. No, he would not. <clears throat> Let me ask you this. The Cree was it the main general yes. from uh-huh. uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. I uh, loved him. Okay. I'll find it on YouTube. I'll be able to watch it. And even that was a little odd. I was like, well, that's just a little, like, why? But, I mean, it, it was it was another one of those fun nods that they always add in the second, you know, post-credit scene that Marvel likes to do, so. I didn't know there were two. Yeah. Okay. There's always two, Billy. I should have known on, that. Noob. I know. Come on, know. you noob. You, you miss one in Endgame. There's no, there's no post-credit scene, and all of a sudden you forgot how I'm they like, work. Yeah, we're done. Get those mid-credit scene uh, uh, going, and then... Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, this is a uh, fun pop culture review of Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, thanks for listening. Go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Next week, we're going to be talking with uh, John McNamara uh, from Bluegrass Hospitality Group and what it's like to uh, uh, get into the restaurant business. What a shift in topics. Right? (laughs) Well, we have to have a little fun. It's great. Can't always be about, you know, big boy, big topic stuff. We have to have a little, little fun entertainment stuff here. But next week's going to be John McNamara. We're looking forward to getting him in here and talking with him. It's his topic of choice for next week. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.